Good morning. Good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, The Unshakable Road to Love. Actually, actually, if we're talking about real Zen wisdom and we're talking about The Unshakable Road to Love, we should back up a moment and say, There is no road to love. You don't have to go anywhere. No journey to take to be in the space of unshakable love. No, no, there's no real road. We have so many images and analogies. So many pictures, pictures in our mind, endless, endless, endless images, and we fall in love with these images, or with these poems, or with these phrases, and they are very beautiful, and they do evoke a sense of knowingness that we already have within us. Ah, yes, I'm going to walk on the unshakable road. Where is it? Show it to me. I've got to find it first. I hope I don't fall off it. (laughs) I hope I don't fall off it. Isn't that fun? We do fall off all kinds of roads, goals, resolutions. Of course we do. They're not unshakable. We're on a journey. We're on a trip. We're going somewhere. In our mind, in our heart, we've got to get somewhere. We've got to get something or some one to love us. No, 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 no. That's not the unshakable road. It's not. There's no distance between us and that space of love this very moment. There's no journey to take, no trip. No separation between us and where we're going and us and what we are truly wanting. So desperately, in many cases, desperately wanting to get somewhere, to go somewhere, to achieve something, to attain something. I want to attain. Someone wrote to me and said, I'm desperate to attain unshakable love. Wow. Very honest, very beautiful statement, very courageous to face that, to see it, to share it with another. Kudos. Bravo. Beautiful to to receive such a true and honest cry out into the world. Where is it? We, we all do feel that way. You know, the interesting thing as we go along in life, we all feel the same things. There really is no separation. One person will state it and then we recognize it because, oh, yes, thank you for making it clear. I feel that way, too. Sure, we wouldn't recognize it if we didn't. We wouldn't resonate if we didn't. But we think it's out there somewhere. Someone else feels that way. So this is what separates us, sadly, sadly, from the unshakable love that we already are, is the sense that there's a journey to take to get to it, that someone else has it and they can show it to us and we don't, that we have to follow someone else's way, their instructions, 
<clears throat> their guidance. And if we don't somehow, we're off course, we're bad, we failed, we've gone astray. Everybody else has the truth, the way, the only way to get to that place. So we, but by believing that and by allowing that to go on and on, it's very simple to go astray because what's very, the, the way for one person could look different for another person. And your job is to connect with that road within, not road, but that unspeakable love that you already are. See the moments it arises, how it manifests, why it manifests, where, and by why, I don't mean analytical explanations of it. <clears throat> what causes it to sprout up like a, the root of a lovely flower in the spring? What causes it? What stimulates it? What evokes it? We don't look at that. We don't look at ourselves. We don't explore the, our own selves. We just think of going somewhere and holding on to whatever we get along the way. Now, let me just say something very important in this, because the more we hold on, hold on to whatever we think we've found, cling to it, obsess about it, become addicted to it, the further we are from that unshakable love, because the clinging, the holding on, the pursuit stops it, fixates us. We're not available to be in touch with what's right here, right now, which is always, if we really stop all the clinging and all the searching and all the demanding and wanting, give me, I, I've got to get it, I've got to go. I've, if we just put that down for even a little while, but truly, truly let it subside put our attention elsewhere, look at this from a different vantage point, then, then it becomes easier to be in touch with what is real and true for us and how this unshakable love expresses within us. Now, somebody might say, well, when I just am quiet and stop rushing around and stop searching and clinging, maybe I'll have a wave of anger come up. Maybe I'll have a wave of fear come up. So, okay, that's fine. It's not necessarily in opposition to unshakable love. Just let it come up and let it leave. Let it go its way. It's the clinging to anything that stops, that maybe anger will come up, maybe fear will come up. So what? What is it? Nothing. If you don't cling to it, it's like it comes and it goes. Comes and it will naturally go. It's just a wave in the ocean. It's just a passing cloud. We are the ones who make it real, important, powerful by clinging to it, fearing it. Even when you fear something and recoil from it, you're giving it so much energy. No, 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 no. Just be present to it, allow it. 
see it differently, see it as a cloud just drifting along through the vast sky. The sky is always there, unshakable, immovable, despite all the movements that go on in front of it. The birds fly, the clouds pass, airplanes come. All kinds of things might appear in the sky. And they become very, very, very fascinating to us. They infatuate us. They, and we become fixated. And whatever is, is rising up in the sky and drifting along, and we cling to it, we love it, we hate it, we make up stories about it, rather than just for a little while, let it come and let it go and be absorbed or be aware of that beautiful sky that doesn't shake, that doesn't move, that's holding everything, that makes room for everything and everyone. The sky out that we that seems to be without outside and the sky within. The openness of our own mind and hearts. We have that ability to open, open, and not fight, and to allow life to take place, to, to be with it, but not to cling to it, not to demand anything of it, not to reject anything or accept anything, just to be totally, totally available available to everything. Now, when you are available to life in that kind of way, that is unshakable love. Imagine being with someone who is totally available to you. They're not there to judge you. They're not there to guide you. They're not there to instruct you or to demand anything of you. They're completely available to you. There they are. They're not rejecting you. They're not pushing you away. They're not lost in their own thoughts. They're just completely available. Deep down, they may be just saying, yes. (laughs) It's a nice way to become available when you're with someone like that and just say, yes. I'm listening, I'm here, you're just available. Now that is so simple and so natural that nobody really thinks anything of it. Maybe it seems boring. Maybe it doesn't seem exciting to be just available. I'm not doing anything, I'm just available. What is that? Try and see. Try and see, because it's everything. Because it is being unshakable. It is the road to love. It is love. It's not the road to it. It is love itself. And maybe the road to it, if we want to use that, that image, is to remind ourselves, okay, let me just be available here. Let me try it. You could call that a practice. You could call it a pillar of love. You could call it anything you want. It doesn't matter. It's a reminder It's a reminder 
be available to each other, to life. Anyway, it's unconditioned giving. You're giving so much then. You're giving of yourself completely. That is what we long for. That is, that is what we all long for, to be in that state and to be able to be with someone who is able to really just be there for the moment and for us. And they are there for us by being with that kind of presence. Now, this might sound very difficult, but the truth is, it's the easiest thing you can do. There's nothing difficult about it. Try it. All I can keep saying again and again is try it. Try it. The only thing that makes it seem difficult, perhaps, is that it goes against. It's the opposite direction, perhaps, of the way we usually live our lives. <laughs> so maybe it goes against the tide, or it goes against habits, momentum that we've lived with, or the way maybe it looks like the whole world lives differently. I say the whole world is living differently, looking, holding, winning, grabbing. And we're just being available to it all. Well, we might look like foolish, we think, in someone else's eyes or in our own eyes. Or we might look like we've stepped off the merry-go-round and we're just there. Maybe we failed. And that's why we're doing this. You know, I did a an interview not so long ago, a few months ago, a month or two ago, on a, on the new book with someone, a radio interview late at night. And he really was just enraged with everything I said. He hated it. He hated me. He seemed to, or he thought he did. He said, oh, this is for failures. This is for people who can't make it. This is for people who have mental problems. He was putting all of this kind of way of being down. It must have really frightened him very much. So that was his response. It came out of fear. It came out of not knowing, not seeing. It came out of being so caught up in this circle of seeking, catching, holding, winning, grabbing, that he, he, he had no room at, the, at that moment to, 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 to view, even to view another way or to think of love differently. Zen practice comes from the very start to offer a different view, a different way. And by sitting and sitting day by day, we, we really acclimate ourselves to this. It can take time for some because it's so radical. But for others, that might seem like very congruent or like a huge relief. So don't, don't, don't judge yourself either where you are on that spectrum. Just even when I started, as I mentioned before, many, many years ago, I just could sit five minutes in the morning. That was it. That was it. I was too restless and many things. And yet I did those five minutes and I was so surprised 
to notice the rest of the day was just so different from five minutes of sitting, just a taste. So after a while, I did it five minutes in the evening as well. Oh, my goodness. And then the Zazen did the rest. I didn't do anything. The practice itself the, did the rest. Before long, I was sitting 10 minutes without realizing it. Which means before long, my capacity, my, my delight, my recognition in how wonderful this other way was grew. Like you put a seed in the soil and it grows all by itself. So this is not something to push or shove. It's something to taste. And I offer this to you as a taste of health, of well-being, and of unshakable love. So thank you very, very much for listening. It's wonderful to be in touch with everyone. The book that I mentioned is called The Unshakable Road to Love, Value-Centered Relationships, and it's available on Amazon if you so wish to take a look at it. You may enjoy it. And I want to thank you again for your notes, which are wonderful. And and the URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And you can reach me with any questions or comments at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you. And ha- have a really, really brand new day. Take care. Bye-bye.